you hear that? And hello, everybody. Welcome to Haunting Live Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We have reached episode number 13 of season two already here on Haunting Live. And thank you, everybody, also for following us over on social media. We greatly appreciate your following us on Facebook, sharing our posts and all that, and also tuning into YouTube and listening on to the podcast apps where we post up the podcast later on after the show. So thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, this week, we do have a special guest with us we're happy to bring on. And uh, her name is Jenny Dranix, and she is a psychic medium. And we're going to be talking to her today about what she does in the psychic medium field, how she got developed in her mediumship work, and all that good stuff. So let's just go right to it and bring on Jenny. Hi there, Jenny. How are you? I'm good, Trevor. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here today on Haunting Life Podcast. I appreciate you uh, taking your time out to be here with us and talk about what you do as a medium. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it's wonderful. Um, so let's start at the beginning with that. And um, what drew you into the mediumship field? And how did you get your start? Okay, well, uh, I have been a full time professional psychic medium for going on five years now. And my mediumship journey has been um, I guess it's been a, a lifelong journey, I think, as is for many mediums. Uh, it really wasn't until my grandfather passed away in 2012 that I became aware of my mediumship abilities. So before that time, I would have always considered myself an intuitive person, an empath, psychic, you know, just more aware of the energies around us and other people's energies and that sort of thing. I've always had um, a fascination with all things paranormal. So I can remember coming home after school and wanting to catch Sylvia Brown on Montel Williams, <laughs> the talk shows. Um, and of course, at that time, we didn't have the internet to be, you know, constantly Googling these things. And so it was always very exciting when I had the chance to watch another psychic in action. Uh, but like I said, when my grandfather passed away is when the mediumship journey began for me. And um, I, I had a lot of guilt and depression after he passed just for the way things went in our family. And so I actually sought out a reading for myself after two years after he had been gone. And while I was there uh, having my reading, it sort of dawned on me that I just didn't know how mediumship worked. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what it was all about but I was really feeling and hearing just the energies in the room. And so during that reading, my grandmother actually came through and uh, gave me the message that I too am a medium and that I could develop my mediumship abilities. And so I left that reading relieved that I had heard from my grandfather uh, with a much stronger belief in the afterlife and feeling a little bit crazy <laughs> uh, and but excited at the same time that I 
now might be looking at what could be my life purpose. Because up until that time, I had really been searching for what I'm supposed to do here, you know, so I went home and I researched like crazy. And I always say I people thought I was going crazy. And you know, nothing new. But uh, after about a month, I gave my first mediumship reading and things really clicked into place extremely fast after that point. Uh, I do feel that I had been preparing my whole life. And so, you know, many mediums will say that it requires, you know, being able to get to a certain level of offering a reading requires many, many years of practice, and which I, I do agree that we should practice and give it our all. But um, the way things went so quickly for me, I found myself at a level of mediumship that I knew that I this that this is what I was supposed to do. And there was just no questioning for me. So thank goodness, <laughs> things went extremely fast and easy. And, um, you know, I just had to find myself in a place of surrendering each day into, if this is what I'm supposed to do, then this is what I'll do. And therefore, I must be able to do it. And, and that's just kind of the mindset that I had throughout that whole time. And, and now I continue to do that. That's, that's my thing. Sounds wonderful. Sounds like you had a bit of guidance maybe from your spirit guides at that time oh, yeah. to point you in that direction when you had your reading. Um, what was it out of that reading, though, that kind of drew you? Was there a certain method that you received or was there a moment during that reading that you remember that brought you to that realization that, oh, yeah, I can do this, too? Uh, do you mean my reading with mm -hmm. the medium? Yes. Uh, it was it was really just the feeling that I had, you know, that kind of very, um, I don't know, energetic kind of buzzing feeling that I had when I was there. And then of course, my grandmother saying that I could do it. <laughs> it was pretty obvious to me at that point. But, but yeah, um, it's just the way that I kind of had a knowing that I was there for more than just connecting with my grandfather. And up until that time, up until his passing, this sounds really strange, but because our communication was tough in life and, and you know, we, we were distanced from each other a bit, I always had this knowing that after he passed, I would have a much stronger connection with him and that we would understand each other better. And I didn't know why. And I never really told anybody that because it sounded like crazy and ridiculous. You know, who, who waits for somebody to pass away to be close to them? That's, you know, for most people, a ridiculous thing to think, but now, you know, when I had that reading, that clicked for me, it made so much more sense that, okay, that he would be guiding me, not only, you know, would we know each other on a deeper level, like he would understand me better. He would also be guiding me for the rest of my life, you know, the rest of my physical life. So, so yeah, it was just that gut knowing. Yeah, it definitely sounds like your father was kind of like a spirit guide to you as well then, because um, even though you didn't have the greatest communication, I guess when you were when he was living still, that um, you knew afterwards anyways that he was going to be there for you still as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I just couldn't really explain it at the time until until that reading. Yeah. So how did you go on from there? How did you um, decide, okay, yes, this is what I want to do. I know your, your grandmother kind of pushed you into it. Um, but what did you do yourself after that point to um, get more into it? So 
I have, I, I guess I consider myself a very independent person. And so I knew that there were opportunities to, you know, be, be a part of a mentorship with somebody or, you know, do some kind of mediumship development course. Um, but because I was so guided and so it just felt like I had two hands on my back pushing me forward every day because of that, I decided that I was going to let my mediumship abilities unfold on their own. And so I really wanted to not have somebody else's voice in my head necessarily of, you know, this is how you do a reading and this is how you connect and this is how you open up to spirit and this is what it should look like. I didn't want any limiting beliefs in my mediumship practice. And so I really just did a lot of journaling, a lot of, you know, asking for signs, a lot of, um, if something shows up, then that must mean it's the next step for me. And, and that went right down to um, spirit bringing clients to me and bringing opportunities for me to read somebody because I feel strongly that we shouldn't just walk up to somebody and give them a reading, right, in public or something like that. So I would just say, spirit, if I am supposed to help somebody, you bring them to me. And that's really how it's been the whole journey. So Lots of, you know, the thing I found most helpful in the very beginning was just getting on YouTube and listening to interviews just like this, <laughs> where, um, where you can hear the medium speak about their experience and not necessarily trying to make your experience like theirs, but get in their head a little bit of like, okay, that's how it works for them. And when I do this, that's kind of similar, or this is totally different. And just being okay with the fact that it's completely unique and different for everybody, right? So I found that really helpful just to kind of, I didn't know anybody that was doing this. There's not a lot of people in my area that I can connect with. And so um, just kind of hearing their voice and their experiences really helped. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely is a great way to do that. And um, definitely that's a lot of what our show here is about too on Haunting Live is bringing a lot of different people in that do things differently, right? So um, one of our main focuses is to have different people on so they can tell their story like you're doing here today and describe to other people how you do your mediumship or how you developed into your mediumship today. And speaking of today, you said you allow spirits to sort of guide you to your clients and bring them to you. Um, how have things been going lately with that? Have you been fairly busy throughout the pandemic or have you had a lot of people coming and going lately or? I would say that things have stayed pretty consistent for me. Um, if not a little bit more uh, busy because I've always done readings over zoom or over the phone and I can read for people, as you know, we can read for people anywhere in the world. Uh, there really hasn't been a lot of limitations placed on me from COVID. So I'm really thankful for that. I am noticing a big change in my clients um, in terms of their own spiritual awakening right now that's going on. I think we can all agree that there's a big shift happening in the world. And so, you know, my work is sort of evolving in, in a spiritual guidance sort of way as well. So, 
you know, I don't do just mediumship. I also do a little bit of channeling and, and psychic and tarot cards as well. So, but I am really noticing people that are kind of pulling out their hair, (laughs) wondering what the heck is wrong with them or what is going on and just trying to make sense of things. So I've been sort of asking my guides, you know, to, uh, to assist me in assisting the people that come to me too. So it's, it's been, it's been hard, you know, keeping up with my own spirituality throughout a time when I am also kind of going through a shift. Right. But for me, I think that the one thing that I've really held on to is that people really need that kind of connection and sense of, um, you know, I guess, validation that there, there is something more, there's a bigger picture right now. And so that's really what's kept me going is just the thought of being able to help somebody right now. Right. And I said this too on past shows that I agree with that a lot right now, because um, a lot of people are more staying at home these days. So they're noticing a lot more things about their environment. They're probably noticing more things about their abilities and they're not probably sure what's happening to them. I think we are entering a higher shift because of that. And I keep hearing, like you just mentioned, like a lot of other mediums are saying that as well. They, I see on YouTube and stuff that are saying, yes, we are entering this higher level of shift right now. So it's not just an individual shift. I think it's a whole planetary shift. I think we're just jumping to another level of being, I think. So um, what's your thoughts on that? And um, how do you feel that's going to go in the future? Oh, my thoughts on that. I think that it's uh, perfectly timed. I think that it is what was in the plan all along. I think that we are increasingly becoming more aware, like you said, and, you know, if we can try to make um, staying at home positive, I think it's like you said, we, we've just been able to slow down a bit and become more aware of our own environments and our own uh, spirituality, right? I think that we, um, when something like this happens, it does cause us to to question what is the bigger purpose and the bigger meaning here and so I think that's been really great Um, I am not at all afraid for the future of this I think that this turns out to be um, amazingly wonderful (laughs) but there's just a transition period that we're in right now so you know the more that we can just kind of stay present and tune in with our hearts and um just kind of take a breath and ride the wave. And I think that there will be a time for us light workers in the near future to be really speaking up and showing up and doing our work. And, you know, the time for um, hiding in the shadows and not telling your coworkers what you do on your sp- with your spare time or, you know, that is coming to an end. And I think that The only thing we can do right now is to just find our voice, you know, look at our own shadow, do our shadow work and um, find our, find a way to just share what we really believe and what we know, right. As as light workers or healers or whatever you want to call yourself. So, so I'm not, I'm not at all worried about the future. I just, I just think it's a one day at a time kind of thing right now. Yeah, so you feel like we're sort of still ascending right now, that we're not at the point where we're going to finish at yet. We're still got more to go yet, and that we're sort of still 
reaching that point still, right? I think so. Yeah. I think that, you know, we are, we are becoming more aware that we can manifest things at a much faster speed right now. I think that, you know, a lot of people are saying that time seems to be warped, (laughs) their sense of time where uh, before it was just a totally different experience. And so, um, yeah, I think that we are still going through a lot. I think that we are being upgraded if we want to call it that. And, um, you know, right now, what I think is important also is to, to create your own reality, right? We can turn off the news. We can uh, only connect with the people that are like-minded with us as much as possible. You know, there's still a lot of ways that we can remove ourselves from the fear and all of the craziness that's going on. And the more we do that, the more we're kind of tilting in the right direction, I think. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that also that um, I know I've had experiences especially since the time changed recently. I've noticed that actually, since you just mentioned about the time being different, people sensing that, I've sensed that as well, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've sensed things like uh, I've been able to manifest things a lot easier in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I've done things like um, what they call it. Um, you make your board up like your um, vision board. Yeah, like a vision board or whatever, um, where you want to manifest certain things in your life. Um, I haven't done the board, but I've just done meditation on what I want to manifest and I focus in on things and they have come so quick and fast lately. It's unbelievable. So I think there is definitely a shift of some kind happening that way. For sure. Uh, So um, you mentioned that you do have a busy life right now with your clients coming in, um, a lot more uh, virtual readings and stuff like that happening. Um, Can you tell us maybe a little bit about how you do your work? Like, is there a certain way you do mediumship readings? Do you use any tools? Like, do you use cards or um, is it just all mental abilities that you have? Or kind of explain day to day how you would treat a client. Okay. Uh, You know, I think that there's kind of this balance and this dance that I always have to do between being a professional offering a service that people are paying for. And so, you know, as a person that, you know, still can be a little bit skeptic myself. um, I, I tend to be very much on the evidential side of mediumship. And so I, ask of spirit to give me the pieces of information that will help their loved one recognize them at the beginning of the reading, right? Where, you know, this could be names, specific dates, uh, memories that they might share, the relationship to the person that I'm reading, uh, perhaps how they passed, all of those unique pieces of information. And, um, but then at the same time, I find that the more we try to check off things on our list of what we need to have come through as a medium, the more we're getting in the way of, of letting the spirit person communicate freely. And so there is this kind of balance that I feel I have to do. uh, And I'm completely okay with that. Uh, And so, you know, there's, there's the opening up. And this is something that really bugged me when I was first starting was when people would say, I just open up, I just open up to spirit, I just raise my vibration. And I'd be like, what does that actually look like? How do you actually do that? It would drive me crazy, because nobody can just say, 
this is what you do because it's a shift in your energy, right? Um, but for me, when I open up to spirit, so to speak, there is kind of a reaching upward that I feel in my energy, in my head, <laughs> in my brain. Um, and, you know, to me, it's just a reaching upward. I think that's the raising my vibration feeling that people would speak about. And from there, you know, it's just, who do we have today? Who, who, who would like to come forth to connect with me, to deliver messages? And um, for anybody that's just starting out, a bit of advice that I have there would be to uh, the first person that shows up, the first impression that you get from them, just say that. Because sometimes there's this kind of pause that we do where we're like, okay, I, I can see that there's a woman coming through or I can feel that there's a woman here. And then we like want more information before we start. And now I, I've learned for me, the best thing to do is just say, okay, I have a woman here. And as soon as that comes out of my mouth, the rest of the information comes. But if I stop and pause, it almost like gets in the way. So again, it's just this kind of trusting in the process that you aren't going to know anything about what's going to come out of your mouth in the next 10 seconds, <laughs> but you just have to start talking, right? You just have to let it come out of your mouth and see where you go. So I think it, that it's just, it, it blows me away how much we are expected to get comfortable with the unknown and get comfortable with not knowing what at all we're talking about, <laughs> but yet we're still talking because we know that there's a message in this, right? Uh, lately, I've been really noticing that spirit is coming much closer to me than they did in the past. And again, I don't know if this is related to just this kind of ascension that we're going through. Um, but I am noticing that I'm having a lot more physical experiences. So I've, I've lost control of my hand. I've become left-handed when I'm really right-handed. Uh, there's been a lot of overlay over my voice where my voice will change a little bit. And you know, that just really, it just, I'm excited about that. I, I love that. And, um, you know, I think that spirit will start to use you in that way as you go along based on your kind of level of resistance and fear to that. So it's something that I've been working with for a while is just to kind of let go, you know, completely surrender as best I can and, and let spirit guide the reading. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, the spirits are able to guide you that way. Um, I think that definitely we are all entering just a higher uh, ascension, like you say, and um, there's definitely changes taking place right now in everybody's life, if you're a medium or not. Um, mm -hmm. So what have you been sort of working on then lately? Have you been doing sort of any projects and any special plans or um, are you just working day to day with your clients? So I do have a pretty full schedule with one-on-one -on -one readings. I haven't been doing a lot of groups since COVID, but that is something that I really, really miss. Um, I've done larger groups and that really is my happy place. So I'm looking forward to getting back to that someday, but uh, I've just started my own podcast uh, this month. It's called Spirit Call with Jenny Duranis and I'm uh, really enjoying it. I have, um, I have a list of people that have entered their names for a reading, 
a free reading. And so I draw a name and I call the person up and surprise them with a reading and then record it for the podcast. So that is super fun. So anyone can enter at any time. And then um, I do have some products that I sell in my Etsy shop. It's called Hawk Moon Gifts. And I also have some, a clothing line that's coming out next week. So I've been keeping busy with creative stuff because I think, you know, as an intuitive person yourself, um, you can't just only be doing readings. I, I find that I really rely on my creative side to just kind of process, right? <laughs> All of the energy around us. And so I'm always creating something. I'm always designing something or, or working on something else as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, always good to keep busy, even if it's not in the paranormal field. If it's something that you feel that you enjoy doing, then that's all the better, right? And hopefully mm -hmm. those two topics can tie in at some point. <laughs> well, and, you know, for me, it, it's always connected to spirituality in some way. The gift shop is, is crystals and um, pendulum mats. And I have um, the clothing line has sacred ge geometry on it. And so... It's, yeah, I'm really, really excited about offering these products as well. Sorry, that's great. Uh, yeah, that's wonderful that you have a, a product also that you can promote as you do your um, your your podcast too. And uh, no problem. Thank you very much for sharing your podcast information here on Haunting Live. Uh, we always welcome that kind of stuff. Uh, exchange of ideas so to speak so we definitely are interested in what other people are doing and uh, share those as well um, of course feel free to share them on social media with us as well we're happy to do that too for you um, have you had any experiences as of late that you want to share with us maybe before we let you, let you go here today that maybe stood out in your life as like oh wow this is something that I wouldn't have known if I wasn't a medium or something hmm oh um Oh, you put me on the spot with that, Trevor. There's so many that I, I, I never know where to go with these things. Um, I recently, I'll tell you about a reading that I did last week, if, if you don't mind. It, it just, it was, it was really cool. Um, I had a, a, a girl come for a reading and, you know, her, her grandparents were coming through and it was, it was great. Lots of validation there. And uh, then her grandmother said, your great grandfather is here. And when he started to come through, I was very much aware that this girl didn't get to meet her great grandfather. Um, but he just kept saying all this information about, about himself. And I, I couldn't quite understand what he was trying to get at. And he just kept saying, there's a book, there's a book, there's a book about me. And after the reading, she shared with me that She's been writing a book about her great-grandfather for about 10 years and desperately trying to find out where he went because he disappeared. And so I love the readings where the person tells me nothing and the information that they're looking for comes through. And, and then after I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank God that happened because you know there are other times where somebody's looking for something and, and none of those answers are given and that's just the way it is, right? You're just it's just not time to have those answers, but just felt so satisfied when, when some of the answers came through without me even knowing the question. So, so that was really cool. Yeah. It just makes me feel so, uh, I don't know. It just kind of re-inspires me when things like that happen. 
you know, so, so it was cool. Kept me going for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah, no, that's amazing when stuff like that happens. I think your spirit guys definitely have a play in that when those kind of things happen, that um, the answer is sort of given to you in advance before your guest or your client knows what happens. Right. So um, mm -hmm. maybe they're even expecting an answer or anything like that. So, well, thank you very much, Jenny. I fully appreciate you taking time out today to join us here on Haunting Life Podcast. It's been wonderful having you as our guest this week. And um, I hope that you're doing very well. Thanks, Trevor. Yes, thank you so much. And uh, feel free to come back on as our guest. And uh, of course, like I said, feel free to post up anything about your podcast or anything you have onto our page on Facebook at any time. You're totally welcome for that. Awesome. I'll do that. Okay. Thanks very much. And uh, have a great day. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. And uh, that was Jenny Geranix, uh joining us here for Haunting Live podcast this week. Uh, we appreciate her uh, taking her time out and uh, being able to join us here for a live interview on Haunting Live this week. And um, other than that, guys, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate you guys following us on social media and all that, as usual. And uh, we do have a couple things we want to go over with you guys just before we sign off for today as usual um but uh before we do that just again thank you so much and thank you to uh jenny for coming on today she was a wonderful guest and uh appreciate having her here on haunting life podcast this week uh this week we reached episode 13 of season two so things are flying by very fast uh we do have quite a few bookings already guys so if you're interested in being a guest here on haunting life podcast in any field to do with the paranormal whether it's mediumship or reiki or crystals or healing in general or if you just want to talk paranormal that's fine too uh please feel free to give us a shout over our social media and we'll try to book you in uh we do have bookings right now uh pretty much all the way till august so we're uh getting pretty full but uh we're quite happy with that as well so i'm really excited about the future guests coming up on the podcast here uh but otherwise we have a few things going on that we'll talk about before we sign off today uh we do have ghost of the queens event tickets uh those are on sale right now on our website which is hauntinglivepodcast.com under the events tab you can get tickets for the halloween event that's being held at the queen's inn in stratford uh, you'll get a two-day event with that uh, you'll get to meet us in person as well and uh, you get the friday night dinner with that you get to listen to us talk for a while on friday night with a uh, guest speaker as well and um, also on saturday you get to join in on the workshops saturday morning and afternoon and saturday night that weekend we have a paranormal investigation of the hotel and we ended off with a seance so you guys get the whole weekend two-day event for uh, 140 and tickets are available right now on our website for that event um, otherwise uh, tune in every Wednesday at 8 30 and uh, Chris does uh, free psychic readings he does uh, readings with his oracle cards and angel cards so you guys can get free readings and your questions answered every week right here on the Facebook page for Haunting Live Chris does uh, spiritual messages from the other side so you can tune in and ask your questions live uh, every Wednesday at 8 30. Um, other than that uh, usual stuff just go check out our Facebook page uh, follow us on social media it's greatly appreciated that you guys can uh, share our work it helps us out a little bit if you share and like and pass it on so uh, trying to push things a little bit more of course and uh, we're also on Instagram Twitter and all the other social media ones 
And also we have our website, which is hauntedlifepodcast.com. You can go there and fill out our mailing list and join the mailing list. We do send out emails regularly, once a month at least, and we tell you what's going on here, Haunted Life Podcast. You get that information a month ahead of time before stuff is posted on social media, so there is a benefit to being signed up to our uh, mailing list on our website. And of course, we're listed also, also on podcast apps, where you guys can listen to our show later on if you missed a live show like here today. On our Facebook page, you can just listen to the audio portion later on when you guys have time. So. Uh, with that, guys, I guess that's about all here for Haunting Live this week. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we look forward to uh, you guys coming back next week and joining us here for another great guest that we have lined up next week at Haunting Live Podcast. With that, guys, have a great weekend. Take care. Stay safe. Did you hear that?